The following program is a presentation of Jazz Sports. Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Two Minute Warning. We are the NFL and now XFL, again, related podcast. They give you all the latest news two minutes at a time. I'm here, as usual, with my co-host, Matt, and today also joined by special guest co-star, Duff Valley. How are you both doing? Yeah, great, thank you. Yeah, good, good. Wonderful. So this is the first time we've done this with three people so we're gonna have to really uh play it by air as to how the the two minutes kind of share its way out uh but hey we've got each got a timeout so that's three timeouts available across the whole episode rather than two so i'm sure we can work it out somehow should we get cracking with our first bit of news absolutely i think we should lovely so uh, some breaking news from this afternoon, uh, just making it into our show barely, is that an investor group headed by former WWE superstar and Hollywood actor Dwayne The Rock Johnson have bought the XFL, which declared bankruptcy in April. The purchase is said to be worth $15 million split between all of the investors. How do we feel about this news? Uh Duff, you start us off. Two minutes on the clock. Well, it's real life ballers, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it, it's perfect. It couldn't be any 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 more like the show, and it'll be very interesting to see, um, especially with the season how it is, how the college players will react to that if it starts next year, and kind of a path of whether to try and go NFL or feel it'd be better to go XFL. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, there were a lot of guys in what was this year's XFL season that were really making a name for themselves, and you would have expected them to be signed by the NFL if they'd have got the chance to play out the whole season and really prove themselves. So you wonder if some of the college guys that might fall under the radar might go, oh, I'll go to the XFL and have a year there proving myself and hopefully get signed that way. It's a way of getting there and being paid while while playing football rather than having to hang around in college for another year not getting paid matt what do you think well you know me i'm a massive fan of of xfl anyway um and i i can't wait um i think Dwayne and the investor group have been smart but i 15 million um dollars is a bargain price really for a company that have been um touted as a, as a 50 million dollar company out there in the states um i just hope there's investment um and hopefully um over the next couple of years as long as this investor group looks after the xfl i i, I really hope there might be a league ex- expansion as well you know up to maybe go from the 80s to 12 and and, and build it from there yeah, it remains to be seen whether they actually keep the the exact same format that happened this year. But yeah. you would assume that all of the team kind of names and copyrights and everything comes with it, 
we'll have to see. And it means a Washington team has a name. It does, and, and two supporters on this podcast. So, <laughs> so there you go. Shields up. Shields up. <laughs> That's our time for that topic. Let's uh, crack straight on. Over to you, Matt. Okay, so um, a lot more players opting out. So the news is um, with the, um, the the camps coming up and they're actually open. Um, is is it going to be a case of hope, hopefully a regular season in September? Um, there's a, a lot of players that have decided to opt out of the season under the league's um, COVID-19 agreement. Um, notable names are opt out of Bears defensive. Um, sorry, uh, yeah, sorry about that. The Bears defensive tackle Eddie Goldman, Bills um, defensive lineman Star the way can't pronounce it. Lutalele, um, Chiefs running back Lutalele. Yeah, um, uh, the, you've got the um, Chiefs running back Damian Williams, Eagles receiver Marquise Godwin. Um, you've got the Giants tackle uh, Nate Solder, Jets linebacker C.J. Mosley, and um, Something that stuck for me is the seven prominent New England Patriots players uh, with the deadline to opt out expected to be moved up either to tomorrow, so Tuesday here in the UK, or Wednesday. Um, how many more will opt out? What do you think? I mean, there are, there are good reasons for some of these guys opting out, but I just don't agree with the ability for some players to opt out of the season and others not to. Yeah. And when you look down the list of players that have opted out, I just feel like there's a massive amount of privilege involved. And only the players that have had like concurrent seasons where they've been paid lots of money have seemed to opt out. Whereas, you know, rookies or people who aren't quite able to afford it, uh, they are forced to play basically. So I, I don't agree. I think people should be sticking with their team, uh, bubbling away from their families. And yeah, yeah. What, what do you think, guys? I think it's going to be interesting, especially with the amount of people that are all already on the COVID list and it's rising. I think hopefully we still get a season, which is the main thing. But yeah, it's it's getting worse and worse, especially with what is it another five now from uh, the Jags. Mm, yeah. It's definitely building. Matt? Yeah, well, I, I see this as, and, and to quote a, a Queen classic, is I want to break free year rather than a, a breakout year for for some bigger name players and, and some rocky coming into their first year <laughs> pro. Um, I just think it's, it's to, you know, to have... Uh, too many names have dropped out. Um, you know, a lot of prominent names have dropped out. In my opinion, for a good reason. Um, obviously, they don't want to make themselves sick, but I agree with what you said about bubbling in teams. Um, but we we just know that you know, sorry, America, you you suck at this whole COVID nineteen thing. So it's it's you know inevitable. And that's your time. That was perfectly timed, that, out the whistle. Uh, as your 
both of your cameras decide to play yeah. silly buggers for some reason. I don't know what's going on there, but uh. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll persevere anyway. Uh, comments come in that yeah. will hopefully uh, reassure you guys. Uh, Timbo Slice on YouTube says, COVID-19 will not kill us. Bye. Sure and sweet. I'm, I'm reassured. I'm glad that Done. he attached the, uh, the evidence to that to, wow. to assure us. And uh, we can just rest assured that we're not going to die. Good. Thanks. <laughs> On to the next topic then. Mm. Uh, amid the NFL uncertainty, uh, many assume that college football just wouldn't happen in 2020. That was proven wrong this week, though, with the ACC, SEC and Pac-12 announcing modified seasons for 2020. The ACC will play a, play a 10 plus 1 schedule, 10 conference games and one non-conference, with Notre Dame joining the conference for 2020. The SEC will play a 10-game conference-only slate, and likewise the Pac-12 approved a 10-game conference-only fall schedule. The quality and frequency of college games will obviously have a knock-on effect, for the 2020 NFL draft, what do you think that we can expect from college football this year? Matt starts off two minutes. Here we go. Okay, so I, I like college football anyway, and I'm I'm happy that we'll get to see um, some some football uh, through through the college system over in America. Um, I ju I just want to see some exciting talent coming out of, of college. I want to see some some breakout players coming through, even though it's a shortened season. Um, and hopefully some of the, the names that are, are touted into draft uh, next year already um, get get what they want, uh, get the teams, get get big name teams that they, they want to go to. Um, although, as we've mentioned today, um, at the top of the program, could they look at the XFL contracts as well? Duff? Yeah, um, I think I've read and heard a few um, NFL pundits say that there's probably going to be a few players who think they've already made their mark over the last over the last season, that maybe they've done enough that scouts have already seen so they may they may opt out. They may play one or two, depending on their schedule. If they've got a couple of possible easy ones to start with to maybe show off, that they might might play one or two and then opt out. Mm. But it's, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting one. I think it's gonna it's probably going to give us hungrier players. For if if these some of these big ones do opt out, it's going to give a chance to some really hungry players. Whether it is NFL or XFL, they've kind of in a way almost got a chance to step up. Which I think would be yeah. good. Yeah, there are two things there really. Is it may give opportunities to guys that wouldn't ordinarily be seen by NFL scouts. Um, but the only pe people it really affects are your kind of younger, like juniors and and sophomores, who might yeah. have wanted to declare early for the draft. They're probably not going to be able to do that now because the the video won't be there for them. That's yeah. two minutes on that. A uh, couple of comments on Twitch. Carmen Rider Wizard 0014 says, always a good day when you learn you're not going to die, really. Yeah. Uh, and Ashley Lewis on YouTube, 
In reality, the Hawkeyes are just too scared to play us Cyclones. Definitely nothing else behind it. Trust me. Oh, yeah. Ash is a big college fan, so he knows his college football. And there have been a lot of long-standing rivalries that are not going to happen this year as a result of the restructuring no. and conference-only stuff. So, yes, let's stop there and move on to the next topic. Give us the okay, rundown, so, it, so it's it's everyone's uh, favourite player, Antonio Brown. So despite not being signed to any NFL team, uh, Antonio Brown has been suspended for eight games for multiple violations of the league's personal conduct policy. Last week, AB uh, claimed he was um, retired. Um, Lamar Jackson uh, went on a record saying that he hopes the Baltimore Ravens sign him. Um, what do we think about the um, continuing antics of Mr. Antonio Brown, guys? So I'll start this one off because I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I don't think that Antonio Brown has done anything at all to earn any kind of redemption or any given any team a reason to sign him. Like The baggage that existed this time last year and throughout is still there. There is no reason for anybody to sign this toxic character. And I hope that nobody does. But if the Ravens do, uh, at least it'll you know, weaken them a bit and give the other teams in that division a chance to, to shine. Uh, yeah. Duff, what do you think? Well, yeah, I, I just assumed he'd retired and that was it. And now suddenly his name's getting thrown around again. It's, I, I don't know. I would, would say it was a publicity stunt, but what's, what's he publicising? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Matt- no, no one particularly wants him. The, when it, when he does get signed, he is just an absolute nightmare. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. I really don't. Matt, what do you think? No. Well, well, you you know, and 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 our listeners and viewers know. I, I'm pretty sure I told this guy to stay away from the NFL. Anyway, I told him to do something productive like fishing. Um, <laughs> anyway, so. Um, if he goes to anywhere like the Ravens, then then they deserve him. Um, or, you know, as I'm a bit sour grapes about Brady and Gronk, he can go to the Bucks and ruin that whole thing instead. Always the XFL or the CFL. I'm surely one of them will have him. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was talk yeah. at one point of him uh, going and finishing out his, his college eligibility and doing his senior year again and... So, you know, whatever nonsense he wants to get up to. If he wants to make himself the centre of attention, there is certainly a way for him to do it. But largely, I, I just want yeah. this guy not on my radar in yeah. any way. Another crazy form. story. Same. Same. Next topic then. Uh, and this is one that's kind of close to, to my leg. Uh, two years after suffering... <laughs> one of the most catastrophic leg injuries in NFL history. Washington quarterback Alex Smith has been cleared to return to play and intends on doing so this season. According to NFL insider Tom Pelissaro, Smith will begin training camp on the active player list, which means he'll get a shot to be on the depth chart uh, for snaps alongside Dwayne Haskins and their other off-season acquisition, Kyle Allen. Simple question. 
gents, and uh, Duffy starts off. Will Smith see any playing time in 2020? Here we go. I can't see it. I mean, it's obviously taken a lot for him to be healthy, but something like that is not an easy injury to come back from. We've seen it time and time again, where it's just something that big just doesn't happen. There's only so much your, your body can take. One dodgy tackle. And he could be out again, and I think that would be it for him. So, yeah, does he use this as another year to to get some real practice? Or the thing about this is, um, and I can relate a lot to what has happened with Alex Smith because the the leg injury or the breaks that he did, uh, I did identical a few months prior to him, uh, and you can recover from that, and your leg can be perfectly fine and in most cases stronger with the metal rod in there but it's the added complication of the fact that his bone broke the skin and he had all of that infection problem and nearly had to have it amputated and all other kinds of nonsense that's the bit that gives me pause whether he can actually take the field again um but i would personally really like him to be traded to the bears because when you think about what he's done in the past and his time in Kansas City, he was instrumental in bringing uh, Mahomes up to to standard, mm-hmm. and we know what he's like now. He's worked under Matt Nagy and that kind of system, so I think he could do wonders for a, a guy like Mitch Trubisky, just being you know a backup quarterback on the same team as him. So yeah, yeah trade him to the Bears. Yeah. You got twenty seconds, Matt. Okay, well I love Cena come back, and it's just like. Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, hell, even Goldberg. Um, but finally, Alex Smith has come back to the NFL. So I'm going to ask you, Jeremy, and you, Duff, do you smell what he's cooking? You did it out of the whistle again. I don't know how you're doing it, but uh, your timing's impeccable. I'm just going to uh, reset your camera, map before we continue because uh, it's doing silly buggers and when I reset Duff's, his seemed to work since then. So let's just do that quickly. And hopefully that will stick. Onwards then, now that you are, are back, Matt, you can give us the rundown on our next topic. Okay. So uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have added veteran running back LaShawn McCoy um, to their roster, agreeing to a one-year deal, according to McCoy's agents, He's very excited to play with established veterans like Brady and Gronk in trying to win another championship. What do you think of this signing, guys? And two minutes here we go. It's like playing Madden, isn't it? You've you're doing your your fantasy draft at the beginning of your your franchise season. It's like right, who who can I pick up to to make this team work? So obviously you go for Brady. Go yeah, Gronk. Let's get Gronk as well. And uh, now you're like. Yeah. Let's we're getting to the, the later stages of the, the draft and we want to pick up our, our other kind of supporting players. Oh yeah, LaShawn McCoy, <clears throat> he'll fit in well with this group. And that's exactly yeah. what they're doing. They're just picking up people to add to this apparent dream team that they're gonna have in Tampa Bay. As long as they use shady as shady, passes out of the backfield, lots of open space stuff and not expect him to go between the tackles, I think he can do really well in in Tampa. Matt? 
Okay, so um, Brady, Shady, you know, it's all very strange for anybody. Like you said, it's a bit like fantasy draft. Um, but it's a, I think it's going to turn into a, a Florida sob story because I think they can add who they want and, and all the egos. But um, I think they'll they'll stumble upon hard times in the NFC, um, let alone uh, cross-conference cross games. Um, I, I just think it's, it's adding more fuel to that fire that's going to fizzle out before the end of the season, to be honest. 30 seconds, Duff. Um, I think it would be nice to actually see him on the field to win a Super Bowl. I think that would be that would be good. And what is a thousand thousand yards off a career twelve thousand? That would be a nice milestone to hit. But yeah, I like you said, egos. You can have all the best players in the world, but they can't necessarily play well together. It'll, it'll be, definitely be interesting to see. I'm waiting for someone to drop the stupid line like the Eagles did a few years ago and actually call them a dream team and totally jinx oh. the whole thing because it's going to happen. Someone is going to yeah. be that stupid. Uh, but not us. And uh, speaking of the Eagles, uh, we move now into our state of the franchise segment. This week we are looking at the NFC East and we'll kick off our discussion today with <coughs> the Philadelphia Eagles, who hopefully won't say any stupid Dream Team type comments, but we shall see. Uh, Matthew, start us off. Two minutes on the clock. Okay, so Eagles fly away, go away, good riddance. I, I think, um, you know, they're the one-hit wonder, um, especially recently. Um, I don't think they have enough, in, in my opinion, to make any progress. Um, I've, I've said a prediction like we've done every week. Um, I've gone for six and ten on their season. Um, and, and as I've coined that phrase a couple of times, or maybe just once, to the pit of misery, I don't think Wentz um, will, will last the season. I just think he's too, too injury prone, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, same. I think they've got an interesting schedule this year. Um, I think they need to win the first three going into the next three with 49ers, Steelers and Ravens. I think that'll be the key to their season. And I think seven and nine at best. I think most of this division, when when we look at it closely, have got a pretty tough schedule. Um, playing against the uh, AFC North and... Um, all had pretty fairly kind of okay records last year, uh, enough to give them some difficult opponents. So uh, the Eagles are definitely going to suffer from that, I think. Like you both said, Wentz uh, not being able to stay healthy may come back and bite them. At least this year they've got rookie Jalen Hurts to fall back on. Um, but unfortunately, they haven't really got much of a supporting cast around whoever the quarterback may be. Running back's been a bit shaky. Um, people were raving about Miles Sanders' 750 rushes, uh, rushing yards and 500 reception yard season, but it doesn't really cut it. in Not in the NFC East that's going to be more and more competitive as time goes on. 8-8 uh, eight and eight is the best I see for this team, really. None of us really feeling the Eagles. Nope. No. Move on to the next team. Okay, so next team, 
How about them cowboys? So, um, you you tell us, Jez. How about them? It's their division to lose, really. Like when you just look at this on paper, the Cowboys win. But we all know the game's not played on paper, and we all know that the Cowboys routinely like cock up any expectations held for them. So they've got a new head coach in Mike McCarthy. He should be able to bring them round. He's got a good track record, and I. I I think it's going to happen. It's got to happen at some point for the for this Cowboys team that have been on the like skirting the playoffs for years. So I see twelve and four for them. Uh, Duff, um, like you said, on paper, great team, great O line. I think um, terrible D line. I think last year pretty awful. Um, Maybe mix it, mixing it up with a few few young players this year. They got uh, Clinton Dix from the Bears. Um, mm. That may may help them. Uh, new coaches might have an effect, eh. but like every other team with a new coach, they haven't had much time preseason to do anything with them. No. I see it exactly the same. I see it eight <laughs> and eight this year. I don't see don't see it being overly great. Wow, Matt. Um, my my thoughts are when, when do they ever do anything productive? I, I it's not that I hate them. I, I just it's it's the false America's team. Um, but yeah, they they start great, stagger, falter, and 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 just fall. I, I think um, twenty twenty be no different. Um, the I think the only chance they have of winning a Super Bowl is on Madden anyway. Um, uh, but like you said, Jeremy, I think it's their division to lose. Um, it's no real competition. I think they're going to end up eleven and five. Indeed, and we've seemed to have lost lost Duff. So I don't know if we can get him back in. Um, it might have been because uh, Captain Brilliant has joined us and uh, spoiled in, it in part of his uh, <laughs> his retort to what Duff said. Said you're a Clinton Dick, which is. Funny. <laughs> to be fair, that's a good play on words. Uh, we'll give him a minute to see if he can jump yeah. back in. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. I assume internet troubles, as is often the case. I, I was just about to jinx it and say, "Oh, you know, your your oh. camera, both of your cameras haven't like." Out. I thought it, the way the way he paused. I thought he'd just fallen asleep on me. To be honest, <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> all that talk of the cowboys. I know how boring. Yeah. No, I think we have lost him. So we'll we'll persevere. Okay. Um, maybe we can get him back at the end and get his yeah. thoughts if if that is a possible thing. But onwards to the Washington football team. Let's do yeah. two minutes, and uh, you can start us off, Matt. Okay, so um, I, th- I think it's going to be a tough year for them. Um, th- like you said, their nameless team, uh, Washington football team, if, as we've mentioned uh, a couple of minutes ago, Alex Smith does start and is healthy, they'll pick up a few wins. I think he's a good enough quarterback to, to bring out the best in, in what he's got around him. Um I, like I said, tough season. 
six and ten with with the new head coach? I mean, they have to improve on last year, surely, because you can't really get any lower than that. Um, so they will improve under Ron Rivera. Yeah. Um, there have been a lot of distractions this season that they've had to overcome, um, yeah. notably the the fact that they've had to change their name. Um, but the main problem is they don't really know who their starting quarterback is going to be. So that's their first obstacle. They need to work mm-hmm. out who's going to be under center for them. And depending on who it is, I would expect a breakout year for uh, now second year wide receiver, Terry McLaurin mm-hmm. with almost literally nobody throwing to him last year. He managed to have a fairly decent season. I think yeah. he ended up somewhere in the 800 yards mark. Uh, and scored a bunch of touchdowns, which my yeah. fantasy team greatly appreciated. Um, so, with that in mind, and looking at their tough schedule, improvement, but not a huge one. I think we're looking at a five and eleven season yeah. for the Washington football team, established nineteen thirty-two. Yeah. We've got time to spare. Time we had reserved for Duff, but he's gone. Yes, yeah. We'll shed a single tear. (laughs) As we move on to Duff's team. Yeah, so, well, like we said, uh, finally we turn our attention to um, Duff Valley's New York Giants. Um, And it was, yeah, in, in our... Um, discussion that we'd have him him start first. So um, I would say toss a coin, but I've not got one. <laughs> I'll kick us off. Let's do it. Okay, that's fine. that's fine. Um, and it's not going to be as fun slating the Giants without him here to to no. cry about it. But um, another another new head coach in this team. Um, I don't know. I don't really like him very much i don't like joe judge i don't know what it is maybe it's that he's a former patriot but mm. there's something about him that just rubs me the wrong way i don't know what it is um but he does seem like a, a no-nonsense kind of guy and that's exactly what all of the teams in new york need not just the giants they need a no-nonsense coach to deal with the media in new york and not put up with any of the kind of shenanigans that playing in new york brings out of the players uh daniel jones will continue to improve i think he had a great rookie year um he hasn't got like eli manning in his shadow now kind of biting at his ankles uh hopefully saquon barkley will last the season that hurt them uh when he dropped out last year so they'll do okay um but i still think they come out with a losing record six and ten yeah well you know i'm 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 no uh I'm no Giants fan for obvious reasons. Be the be the Patriots fan, um, but I think they'll they'll pick up wins in the division. <laughs> um, I think they'll be, they'd be all right. You know, they're not playoff caliber anymore. Um, they do need, like you mentioned, Saquon Barkley to stay healthy. Um, I just think the the bigger games. They do. They just don't. They just don't turn up for them, um, and I think they'll they'll limp out. You know, out out of the season with a with an eight and eight record. So a a point five hundred for me. 
I mean, eight and eight would be good for them. I think uh, mm. if they could do that, I think they would be happy with that. Yeah, uh, coming out of a rebuilding kind of system. Yeah. And that's me being generous as a Patriots fan. I was going to say that is particularly generous. I think. Steve, oh, but I didn't actually add our cameras to our last slide, so I'll just leave it on this one. Um, as we close out the podcast, <clears throat> technical difficulties abound in this episode of Two Minute Warning. Um, yeah. So, first of all, I'd like to thank the the now absent Duff Valley yeah. for joining us uh, until he disappeared. I was really enjoying what he had to say yeah. about the various different things. Shame we couldn't hear his thoughts on his own team as we uh, as we rolled in, but we'll we'll get him back at another date to to talk yeah. about. Uh, some giants related stuff and uh yeah just generally come along yeah like like you said it's 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 good to have our our first um special special guest on a on the um reincarnated uh, version of of this podcast with with me and you were up to like today episode 14 yeah it's it's nice to have thoughts of of somebody else and not just our sometimes well mostly me aimless ramblings <laughs> fair enough fair enough i'm not going to argue with you there i've been um, at work that's why i'm rambling it is it is nice to get a different perspective other than you know patriots yeah. love and and patriots hate so yeah um but if you uh would like to to join us on this podcast uh there is actually a a link floating where is it down here in the uh, chat right now. If you head to patreon.com slash the jazz show, uh, one of the perks of becoming a patron is that you can guest star on any of the podcasts on this network. So that's one way to uh, get your voice heard. If we slate your team too much and you don't like what we have to say, you can come and argue with us <laughs> on air. Um, other than that, uh, there's plenty of other content for you uh, here on the jazz show. It's a big week of streams this week. Um doing something every single day this week uh Brave. very busy boy yeah uh mm. i'm gonna sleep at some point i'm sure um what's going on with you where can people catch up with you on social media okay as always um on on twitter matt ward 1985 uk um just matt ward on on facebook and at um to mw underscore ig on instagram just just had a facebook message from from duff his whole the whole buildings i assume he's in flats uh, in fact i know he's in flats the whole buildings internet went down so uh, you know, did it you did, did it, it because yeah you did it <laughs> who he hates the giants that much <laughs> He said he's back in, but he's not popped up in my control room. But uh, so we'll we'll say goodbye on his behalf. Yeah. I'll uh, kick off uh, the music as we get going into our last slide. Oh wait, here he is. Oh. <laughs> here he is. Hey, hey. hey. I tell you what, building went out. Oh dear. Lovely. So we've we've actually gone through all of our topics, but. Uh, being as you know, the whole purpose of bringing you on initially was to talk about your team, the New York Giants. I do feel like we need to give you uh, some time. So I tell you what, where did you drop out? I can't remember. I think oh, I think Redskins, halfway I think. through the Cowboys was it? 
Can't call them the Redskins. The the non the non Washington <laughs> team. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll put two two minutes on the clock, and you can tell us your thoughts on the Washington team and your beloved New York Ooh. Giants, uh, and we'll generally hurl abuse at you as you do so. How's that sound? Sounds like a normal day. <laughs> two minutes on the clock. Here you go. Okay. So Washington. The, the nameless team um, with coming in with the XFL possibly coming back. I think, was it Washington last year had more fans for the XFL team than they did for the actual NFL they team? Did. So yeah. Shows you how, how great their season was. Um, uh, uh, nice and quick, I think they're going to do terrible and I think they're going to be 3 and 13 again. Yep. Ooh. Now, Washington, for the G- Washington hate. <laughs> yep. For the G-men, I think uh, Judge has got a tough start. Like like every coach this season, a um, mm, few paddler sessions and a few fully padded sessions, I think it's going to be really hard. Um, hopefully he can work on some of the, the terrible points from, from last year, mainly probably the D-line. The O-line on paper should, with the names we have, be absolutely amazing. Uh, Daniel Jones in his second season did 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 okay for his first season, but I think this second mm-hmm. season he could do really well. He's got Saquon, Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram behind him. I think I think that they could do really well. Jason Garrett comes in. Um, we've got uh, a lot of young blood as well. I think can can really boost that O line. It's just all on the D line. I think I think with a lot of teams in this league as well um, in the NFC East, I think a lot of it comes down to D line, and I think a lot of them have terrible D line. And we, like I said, we've got uh, a few few people in. We've got uh, Blake Martinez in for Ogletree, I think, which is definitely a step up. Got some uh, youngins from the draft, McKinney and Bradbury. I think they will they will do do really well. I think um, like we were chatting about earlier. I think. For D-line, for named players, we've only got one player, uh, Leonard Williams, who has been in the Pro Bowl, and that was four years ago, who we signed for an extra year, I think. So we're building, finally. We were your, supposed to be your building. time has expired, so give us a number. What what record do you think they, they I'm still only going for seven and nine. Yeah. I'm, I was more of generous. all of us. Yeah, of all of us, Matt was the most generous. He gave them an eight and eight. See, I, I was I was tempted, but I, I just don't think I can. I still yeah. think we need to get rid of Dave Gettleman. I think that's our biggest problem. Yeah, we we were all there or thereabouts in agreement yeah. with with the Giants, yeah. like six six seven eight. So I think it's, it's going to be a close league. I think I think everyone's everyone's kind of around. Well, bar Washington. There are a lot of similarities across this division. Uh, yeah, lots of new head coaches, lots of new new quarterbacks. So, yeah, as I as I said, the Easts are the most interesting. I think in yeah. uh, in this both NFC yeah. and AFC be be fun to watch. Yeah. Well, uh, we already learned uh, where people can stalk Matt on the internet if they so wish. Uh, so here's your your chance to. Plug yourself. Lovely. Let people know um, what you're doing. Where can people find you? Uh, on Instagram, I'm at Duff Valley. 
as well as uh, Twitter and um, Facebook. Yeah, either that or I think uh, my Instagram actually might be at Dimebag Duff. But just type in Duff Valley and it'll, it'll all, all appear. It'll find you. Yeah, they all find me in the end. <laughs> uh, well, well, I'm glad you managed to to make it back in the end. Uh, yep. Thank for you very much for, for joining us and uh, thank you very much breaking up the uh, the kind of patriots hate, patriots love, bears crying, and you know, you twice stuff. <clears throat> even twice. <laughs> yes, when Matt was uh, doing his. Uh, talk about the Giants. I simulated the helmet catch for him just to nice. throw yeah. a bit of salt in the wound for boy. Yeah. So. Eli had to have, so, have one good game both of those seasons. It just happened to be in the Super Bowl. Long, long, love, long, uh, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Eli Manning. I've still got my Eli Manning Giants jersey. So nice, nice. He, mm, he's a he's a New York legend. <laughs> he's a legend. In his own mind, if anything, if nothing else. <laughs> and on that note, uh, that's our, our time to close. Thanks to everyone that's come to listen or watch wherever you are doing so. Make sure you follow wherever you are, like wherever you are. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, please leave us a nice little review so that people know that this is a podcast worth listening to. Uh, and tune in later in the week for future streams we'll come back next week for more two minute warning in our now weekly format leading up to the season I've been Jez I've been joined by Matt and Duff Valley thanks for coming say goodbye gents see you later guys goodbye gents